day they come in and punch that clock, they've got to make that choice to be great. There's too many average people in the world. There's too many people. And I don't like hanging out with you. So our problem is going to be greatness. You watch the end of that game. What did you hear that coach and all those people keep saying? They loved each other. They're a team. They all came back for that one thing. They were all pulling in one direction. It wasn't about the quarterback. It wasn't about one D lineman. The whole team had one thing in mind. And they all set out to go be Appreciate everybody that is tuned in and listening this week, and I appreciate everybody that is tuning in every week and making this podcast a success. And I appreciate any uh, new listeners that are listening this week, and appreciate you guys for tuning in and uh, supporting the podcast and supporting our program. Uh, it was a really big night for us Friday night, a really, really big win over Nettleton, 42-21. to 21. Obviously, i got to give a couple quick shout-outs before we really get into it. Obviously, for everybody that came out for homecoming, despite there was some bad weather, you had a little bit of rain. Uh, it wasn't ever anything too heavy, but uh, you guys still came out, um, and it was, a, it was a really great crowd. And shout-out to the student section. Absolutely amazing student section on Friday night. Excuse me, it was Thursday night. The game got moved up a day. But uh, appreciate all y'all that came on out and supported our football team and helped push our football team to a 3-0 and record. Um, and just a quick disclaimer, um, I'm, I'm, I'm on here saying 3-0. and uh, If you, you, know, you look in the record book, it is 3-1. Three and, three and one. We always had to forfeit a game, game at the beginning of the season. But you know, our players really didn't have any control over that. That was something that our players had no uh, influence on. That was really out of their control, and it was just a situation they had to, had to do. So, um, you know, the way I see it, we're 3-0, and and we're getting on the bus this week, and we're going to Aberdeen before we open up district play the week after that, and we'll talk all about that in this show. But appreciate everybody that came on out for homecoming Friday, uh, excuse me, Thursday night in caledonia it really was a great crowd considering the uh the weather and how damp it was and uh, it wasn't the best outside but uh, honestly the, the way our field is maintained the weather really wasn't a huge factor because our field is in such good condition and uh, you step on our field and you, you feel like you're on turf even though we, we, we do play on real grass but um but yeah the, the the field was in great shape it was uh 
the the weather really didn't impact it that much and like i said if if, if the, there was going to be bad weather which there was a little bit of i liked it to negatively affect their game plan more than ours considering that they throw the ball around a lot more than we do and it kind of did to a degree not really that much the ball may have been a little bit damp uh, nettleton did have some issues snapping the ball um at times but uh, of course you know that that's kind of to be expected they they do like they'll line up and in the shotgun and we line up under center so so yeah it was uh, there were some bad snaps and stuff like that but um, overall for for Caledonia this was a really really big big win um, for Caledonia and we appreciate everybody that came out and of course you can you know share this podcast uh, podcast is going to be available on spotify apple podcasts and the anchor app which is where it will be uploaded anchor.fm slash swords up anchor.fm slash swords up and obviously we appreciate anybody that tuned in for the live stream that me and jason chris did on friday night for the football game he kind of handles more typically the the play-by-play stuff and then i just kind of make notes throughout and we're still trying to figure that out trying to get it to be as best as it can be obviously with the weather that may have affected some of our uh had some technical difficulties so that may have kind of contributed to that the, uh, the rainy weather and and whatnot but it was still a good night and it was still a lot of fun on the field getting to do that so appreciate anybody that couldn't make it to the game and decided to tune in for the live stream uh, you guys make that a success uh, with interacting with us and supporting that obviously you can stay connected with the uh, caledonia sports radio network at caledonia srn on facebook csrn caledonia sports radio network on facebook and anything caledonia high school football related cal hs football on twitter and caledonia high school football on facebook that's where you can uh, stay stay in touch with everything we're doing everything that's put out any important messages uh, that you need to know regarding our high school football team and and what we're what we're doing um, you know and that that's that's where you can stay in touch with us but really a big huge win on friday night at 42 to 21 over nettleton uh, really was a great night um, got great play from a lot of our players um, specifically the offensive line uh, one of those players matthew seals left guard he's going to be on the show later i did an interview with him about a 15 minute interview got some of his insight into the season and got to see some of his thoughts uh, finally i've got an offensive lineman on the show uh, we've had a uh, linebacker we had an outside linebacker and we had our fullback on the show last week those of course are all still stored if you want to go back and listen to the, those interviews at the end of the show you guys can go do that uh, just call it on your ground weekly on spotify apple podcasts and the anchor app which is where i'll be sharing it so be on the lookout um, for for that so yeah, you can go back and listen to those interviews. But this week, we've got Matthew Seals on the show, starting left guard for Caledonia High School. So I was very excited to finally get uh, the perspective of one of our offensive linemen because those are the guys that make this whole offense go. Um, and one one thing I want to point out, and we're going to get to kind of who, who did what in this game, um, if you weren't there Friday and you didn't, get to hear the live stream tay johnson had an amazing performance at fullback from caledonia he finished with 275 yards and four touchdowns and he is being nominated for the wtva friday night fever player of the week that voting is still open for a few more days if you haven't done that go vote for tay johnson it's wtva fnf i think on twitter it's friday night fever uh, you, the voting is done on Twitter. It's just a little Twitter poll. Go click Tay Johnson's name because he was the player of the week in Northeast Mississippi, in my opinion. 
huge game from him and obviously sat down with Matthew Seals, got some insight into his uh, his view of the season this year. Him and all of our offensive linemen were huge Friday night and opening up big gaps for Tay Johnson. And it speaks a lot to Tay Johnson when you ask him about his performance and he gives his credit to the coaches and the offensive line. That speaks a lot to the kind of teammate he is and uh, you know things like that. So that's that's how you end up getting voted as a team captain when you're a team player like that. So very proud of him and very proud of our offensive line and our whole team and defense in general for the way they played Friday night. It was really a fun game. It was fun atmosphere. Um, our guys really went out there early and just did their job. And I'm kind of going to go through kind of how this game, you know, break it down, kind of how it went as far as scoring drives went. We uh, started the game on defense, forced a punt. Then Tay Johnson finished our next drive off with a 30-yard touchdown run. That was followed up by a turnover on downs on defense when, for, for Nettleton. That was followed up with a 70-yard Tay Johnson touchdown run. That was followed up with another turnover on downs from Nettleton. And that was followed up with with a 34-yard Tay Johnson touchdown run. So the first quarter truly was uh, really the first half in general. Uh, it was the Tay Johnson show. Um, he he was he was having a heck of a night, and our offensive line really did a great job opening up holes for him to run through. But uh, once he gets to that second level, like I said last week, and we sat down and talked with him. You know, people might be calling you speedy once again by this by the end of this season. So, Tay Johnson with a really big game Friday night. Getting into the second quarter on defense, we forced a punt, and then on offense, forced we were forced to punt. Then we forced another punt. And then we uh, were forced to punt, and then uh, we forced another punt. So basically, the second quarter uh, was trading punts back and forth. Third quarter, we uh, start the half off with the ball. That drive was finished off with a 55-yard Darius triplet touchdown run. And keep in mind, that first half, a slot back didn't touch the ball for for Caledonia. It was it was truly the Tay Johnson show, and he absolutely had a great ball game. But like I said, I mean, we didn't pitch it to the slot back because we had to take what they give us, and and they were giving us opportunities to give it to the fullback, and we took it and we ran with it. Um, so yeah. Slotback didn't touch football until the second half. Opened up the second half, 55-yard Darius triplet touchdown run. That was followed up with on Nettleton. Their first score of the game was a 52-yard Roderick Patterson touchdown run. We had him in the backfield. We couldn't bring him down. He's a very big, strong running back from Nettleton. I will say that uh, he, he he's a he's a big, big-bodied, strong. Uh, running back so he had a 52 yard touchdown run which was Nettleton's first score of the game at this point it is 28 to 7 Caledonia Nettleton then uh, kicked the onside kick which we were not expecting caught us off guard and they recovered it and that drive was uh, capped off with a six yard Ty Walton touchdown run so at this point they've cut the lead in half it's 28 14 we answered again we scored increased the lead to 35 14 kept that drive off with the six yard tay johnson touchdown run tay johnson at this point finished the game with four touchdowns a very big night from tay johnson um, following drive on defense got the turnover on downs following drive was capped off with a 47 yard darius triplet touchdown uh, that increased our lead 42-14. to 14. Following drive on defense, ball was intercepted by Braden Walters, 
and then on offense following drive we did lose uh, we did lose a fumble which overall, I think, considering the field conditions, we did a pretty good job early in the game of protecting the football. We did lose that that, that one fumble in the fourth quarter. That was followed followed up with a uh, Roger Patterson nine-yard touchdown run late in the game uh, on some of our younger uh, junior varsity guys on defense, some of our younger guys, the future of Caledonia. Uh, so that was kind of how the game ended, and then we had the ball when time expired. Kellen Coleman finished the game at quarterback – during that drive so caledonia with the 42 to 21 victory a few notes about this game Uh, nettleton going into this game they were ranked by the northeast mississippi daily journal as the number one small school in northeast mississippi small school is 1a through 3a is what they're considering a small school Uh, nettleton was ranked as the number one small school like i said in in all of northeast mississippi in in the northeast mississippi daily journals uh, coverage area so for us as a you know a 4a school who's looking to make a name for ourselves, for for us to go out there and really dominate that game that way that's big for our program and that was big for homecoming uh game like i said game was moved up a day due to the weather so that was another factor uh, there was a lot of external factors that were kind of going against us now obviously the weather kind of played more into our game plan than theirs obviously because they throw the football around a lot you know, they, they spread it out to a lot of different guys. That kind of damaged what they intended to do more than it did to us. But like I said, there were a lot of external factors going against us. First of all, it was homecoming. Homecoming is a distraction every year, I'm just going to be honest. Homecoming is fun, but it can be a distraction to the football game. And, you know, and, and, and it's important that people have their fun. And I think they our team did a good job of not only having fun this week, but also staying locked in on the game. From what I hear, we prepared really well all week, despite some of the hurdles we had to, had to cross. Uh, game moved up today. Game moved up a day, meaning you lose day preparation, um, and you you know combine that with just another distractor in general in the weather. So you had all these things going wrong, um, and all these things that kind of affected what the game looked like. But we came out there from the first snap, and we played intense football, and we did our jobs in. Um, all three phases of the game. You know, we gave up a big kick return on um, on special teams. It was Charlie Sullivan who came in and made that tackle. And then our defense uh, put together a, a stop in the red zone to prevent them from, from scoring. And that's kind of what it uh, what it takes and not worrying about what just happened, but moving on and lining up and doing your job on the next play. And that's what we did defensively and offensively. Um, and like I said, Tay Johnson, he exploded early and often for Caledonia. Uh, 275 yards, four touchdowns, uh, just under 200 yards, and three of those touchdowns all came in the first quarter. So uh, he was getting after it early in that game, and he he was really big in our success. Like I said, go vote for him on WTVA Friday Night Fever Player of the Week because uh, I think he definitely deserves it. But couldn't have happened without our offensive line, who Tay gave a lot of credit to. Shellnut, Seals, Seth, Cauley, Tyshawn, they all got a good push up front. And you had a few holding penalties here and there. But overall, uh, we did a pretty good job of, of keeping that down. And we just would line up and do our job on the next play. And that is one thing that I would kind of like to see cut down a little bit. There, there is, is some penalties in certain spots. Hopefully we can clean that up as we get closer into district play. But, yeah, 
Um, offensive line pra- played really well. Opened up um, really big holes for, for Tay Johnson, and, and he took advantage of it. Darius Triplett, he finished with over 100 yards rushing and two touchdowns. You know, I know he obviously carried the ball twice on his two t- long touchdown runs. I don't know how many times beyond that he carried the ball. I know it was under five. It was, you know, between two and five, but um, 100 yards on those uh, – just on those two touchdown runs alone, and obviously two touchdowns. So, um, But I'm going to be honest, if you had told me at this point in the year, it would be your fullback who is leading the team in rushing yards. That tends to be the slot back that kind of, uh, that kind of takes that takes that and has 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 uh has the lead in rushing yards in our in our football team but if you told me it was going to be our fullback i i would have been surprised but um, only because of kind of what we do and and kind of the way it works out often but uh, certainly not surprised that somebody who works as hard as tay johnson is uh, leading the team and rushing yards right now and uh, darius triplett is running the ball very well um, offensive weapons right now like I say, when you combine that with the offensive line that we have, it really allows you to control the tempo of the game, and that's really what we're doing right now, and we're doing a good job of it. Uh, Dan Wilburn, he started the game at quarterback. Zach Gorm kind of came in late in relief, played a little bit, and then Kellen Coleman played the, that final drive. Um, obviously, that's great, like we said, when you got that depth at quarterback. Um, Dan Wilburn did have a few big carries where he kept the ball. Uh, a couple of them were called back, like I said, due to holding and stuff like that. But he did have one pretty big carry for us. But like I said, week to week, it kind of changes on, on what the defense is going to give us and whose night it's going to be. It might not be your night tonight, but it could be next week. So you always have got to stay ready and prepare at the highest level. Um, but, but uh, yeah, Thursday night it was the Tay Johnson show. Um, you know, that's just – that's just the way it was, and we took advantage of what Nettleton gave us early in that game. Bobby Schultz, Parker Harris—they're both playing at tight end. Uh, you know, we haven't we haven't seen a ton of formation so far this year. Where we do use a tight end; it is kind of sparingly, but uh, I felt like we did go to go to a tight end more uh, Thursday night than than I guess that I've noticed all year. Bobby Schultz, Parker Harris—they were uh, playing their defense. Um, defense can't really say enough about what they did to cool off a team that was averaging 38 and a half points entering the ball game. All right, they had hung 40 on Saltillo, they had hung 37 on Moorville, and you know honestly we we, we had pitched a pitched a shutout in the first half. They kind of tried to make a, a a semi comeback in the third quarter, and then we ran away with it again. And that's that kind of you know finding a way to win and finding a way out of the the situations that you find yourself in that's big for this team that we could do that and we've got that ability not to allow teams to mount too much momentum against us so that's another thing that stands out to me about uh, this team so far but yeah um, defense played really well like I said um, a a team that was averaging that amount of points coming into the game to hold them to 21 uh, that's really that's really solid Uh, just just to let you guys know, our defense is averaging giving up 15 points a game right now. And I think that uh, we'll have a good opportunity to improve that average this week. We'll talk more about that here in a minute. But uh, but 15 points a game, that's, that's pretty solid. And uh, if you took away some of the points given up on special teams, then it would be an even more impressive mark than that. But defense is playing really well for us early in this, uh, in this season. Um, 
but yeah, you know, like I said, Nettleton couldn't consistently snap the ball. Um, was another kind of another factor. Uh, they they did have a lot of bad snaps all night, and we just took advantage of it, and we uh, we jumped on them, and uh, we didn't let them put together too many you know long um, long drives. You know, you had the one big play given up from their running back, but overall we weren't just letting them move the ball up and down the field all night on us, and and that's big, and I think it it boosts the confidence of our defense. Uh, looking kind of at specifically the areas that impressed me, we we got pressure all night. Uh, overall, we they weren't able to run the ball against us. Uh, we were in their backfield a lot. And the quarterback just simply didn't have a lot of wide-open receivers that he could throw to because our secondary played uh, played really well. Guys like Kiwan, uh, guys like Ladarius uh, had, had a couple big plays. Karsten Gallette, um, Braden Walters with the pick. Um, yeah, I mean, those 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 all are guys that contributed in that game for us. And, you know, when you're creating pressure and you add that to the fact that the quarterback doesn't have really any open receivers to throw the ball to and no one's creating really any separation, I mean, that, that makes for a good night for your defense. And that's exactly what we did uh, Thursday night. So, so yeah, um, Caledonia improves to 3-0 and on the year. Uh, got Aberdeen this week. What a great – when it was for Caledonia on Friday night. Uh, this is the first time we've been 3-0, and and like I said, I know we're not officially 3-0. and I know we're 3-1. and um, Like I said, our players didn't have any control over that. First time we are 3-0 and in six years. Uh, 2015, Caledonia went three, uh, started off the year 3-0 and and finished the year 5-5 five and five and missed the playoffs. So how do we change our fate this year? You know, that's the question. Because uh, we've been three and zero before, and I don't know how many times before that year we were three and zero, but we were three and zero that year. Uh, that's the last time we were, and it just never ended the way that we intended it to. So there's obviously something down the road once we get into district play has to change. Uh, we will talk about that more next week. This week, we still got another non-district game. We go on the road to play Aberdeen. Uh, what is Aberdeen going to bring to the table? Uh, Aberdeen is an official record of two and one, but if I'm going to say we're three and zero, oh, then it's only fair that I say that Aberdeen is two and zero oh because the the one loss they have was a forfeit uh, to Houston. Uh, so we get on the bus, got to go play Aberdeen this week. Uh, Coach Alex Williams, year three for him at Aberdeen. That's a former West Point assistant. They're built on, you know, studying what what, what we're looking at this year hard-nosed defense that seems to be kind of their bread and butter um they they beat calhoun city six to zero in overtime you know it is a calhoun city that that is uh that's a little bit down this year but that that, that's also a program with a lot of tradition in calhoun city that's a program that uh, has a lot of uh a lot of talented players have come through there and to pitch a shutout against calhoun city no matter what kind of year they're having i mean that's that's still a pretty big confidence boost uh, for Aberdeen. Like I said, former West Point assistant. That's West Point's way of doing things. Uh, Chris Chambliss over there is always cranking out really good defenses at West Point. Um, that's that's really what they're built on, and that's that's kind of the way I think that that Coach Williams is is trying to do things at, at Aberdeen. Um, you know, you're, you're coming off a year there where you went one and eight in 2020. Really a rough go the last two years for Aberdeen. I think it's, I think they only won one game the year before as well. Um, 
but yeah, it's 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 been a rough go at it. And this is an Aberdeen team that traditionally they've had a lot of success. They've had some really good years in their history. They've won district championships and they made deep playoff runs and they've uh, been to state championships and, and and things of that nature. So, so yeah. Uh, this is an Aberdeen program, and, and and Aberdeen is a place where they, they do expect to win because they have athletes at Aberdeen. And we'll talk more about some of those athletes in a second. But they, they, they always have athletes there in the last couple of years have just been rough. Uh, but 2018, we play Aberdeen. Uh, we lose. Uh, we lost by, I think, three touchdowns. Uh, year year after that, it was 2019, last time we played them, we won 28-18. to 18. And if – you want the honest truth ever since that last game that we played Aberdeen that they've kind of taken a bit of a nosedive ever since um think things just have have not really gone their way the last two years but like I said they've got a coach that knows defense and you know I'm sure that's kind of how he wants to build his team and that's kind of what they've been built on so far this year and this is a game where we very easily could uh could you know potentially make mistakes in certain spots that would uh, that would hurt us and you know and I'll kind of talk more about why that is but you know you look at some of their players they've got this year uh, quarterback Jermaine Strong it's his second year at, at, as quarterback for Aberdeen uh, he's another one of these athletes that 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 Aberdeen has and I think that as he plays more, he will get better. Uh, they got wide receiver and corner T.J. Fields. Uh, he's a, he's a threat on both sides of the ball, um, you know. But like I said, uh, they're giving up. Uh, I guess to say, I gave up 21 points to um, to Morville last week in a 26 to 21 victory. So they're giving up 10 and a half points a game on defense. Um, they bring back everybody on their offensive line pretty much. Uh, so, so yeah. Um, you know, this is Aberdeen team that you really don't know what you're going to quite get out of. But this is a game that we have to stay on our toes and we have to keep playing consistent assignment football and, and consistently playing well um, because I know that everybody's kind of looking forward to next week. You know, we got to go play Corinth, and, and that's supposed to be, a, you know, that's supposed to be a game that we're excited about obviously and you'll hear Matthew Seals talk about that later in the uh, in the podcast we're excited about getting into district play we like our chances in district play this year we know that once you get into district play that's what it's all about that's what you've got to do to uh, you know create momentum going into the playoffs and and what you do in district play determines what you're uh, who you're playing in the playoffs but um, that this is a game right here that we can't Get sleepy. I know we got to go on the bus and we got to go up there, and we're looking ahead to Corinth and we're thinking about all the things we can do in district play, and we're looking at things that other teams are doing and this and that, and we're comparing those things, and that's just simply not what we can do uh, if we if we want to go up to Aberdeen and we really want to continue to get better. We have to focus on Aberdeen and getting better. And, you know, we talked about that with Matthew Seals also later in the show. But yeah, um, that that's that's what it's going to take here. Um, you know, we can't come out here and and expect to, uh, hope to win. We got to expect to win. Uh, we've got to go out there and do our job for for four quarters. I, I think that with the guys we have and the way we're playing right now, if we continue the same intensity, I think we have the potential to definitely run away with this game. 
um, because more of what at the end of the day, you know, they're they're still trying to rebuild and they're still trying to get things going. But it's certainly a game we can't uh, take lightly because, like I said, that this Aberdeen team that has athletes and they just haven't um, they just haven't necessarily been able to. I guess pull everything out of them. I don't know the right way to word that, but um, at any moment's notice, this is an Aberdeen team that that could flip a switch. I feel like and and really cause problems for teams. So so yeah, um, obviously when you pitch a shutout against Calhoun City, you hold Morville to 21 points, and uh, Morville's a team obviously that, that throws it around the yard a lot. So uh, you, you know the secondary has played pretty well and. You know, I'm I'm not saying that you know this is a, a high-powered offensive team here, but they're a team with athletes at the end of the day, and they're a team that's that's just built on defense right now. And you know, we we we've played solid defenses. Amory had a solid defense, and um, and so we've just got to come out there with intensity and do our job for for four quarters in the football game. Uh, and I think if we do that, we, it'll give us great momentum going into district play. But we just can't look ahead we just can't look ahead quite yet i know we want to i know we're ready for it we got to go do our jobs and improve to four uh four and oh on the year so that's that's what it's going to take in my opinion um you know i could see us this being a game where we do what we do we establish the run early and take some shots downfield and you expect kind of be jeremy emerson to be the guy there he's been that guy twice for us in back-to-back games we only completed uh, one pass against Nettleton, and it was a uh, it was a deep pass completed to Jeremy Emerson. He made a really athletic play to get his feet inbounds uh, for the for the catch. So you know, I could I could see us going to him against Aberdeen. You know, we we, we establish the run, we kind of try and wear the defense down, and then possibly take a take a shot downfield. Um, and, and it's another situation where with the way we're playing right now, I don't know that we necessarily have to, but it would certainly be something you know that it wouldn't hurt to get more comfortable doing before we get into district play. And uh, Jeremy Emerson is kind of the perfect guy to do that with. Um, you know, he's first year playing football for Caledonia, but like we mentioned, he's he's been a basketball player for a while. He, he's an athlete. He can make athletic plays down the field. So, so yeah, and, and he's, he, he can catch. I mean, he's got good hands and uh, he's, a, he's a hard worker, so – you know, I think that's that's someone that you might want to look out for against Aberdeen. But overall, I, I feel like I like our chances Friday night. I believe there's not supposed to be any bad weather. Um, you know, so hopefully that'll it'll stay that way because uh, I know that we, we we don't want to keep playing in the in the rain and you know we 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 want everybody coming out to to stay dry and and everything. But you know, I think if we like I said, I think we do our job and. You know, Will Donald, Shep Donald can do what they do, uh, stopping the run. And our secondary can continue to play well. And guys like Antoine, Ramirez, um, Inger up front, if they can keep creating pressure and uh, not letting not letting a lot by them, then I like our chances this week against Aberdeen. But uh, we definitely uh, encourage everybody to come on out to that game. And I'm now going to kind of try and segue into uh, – interview with Matthew Seals, sat down with him for about 15 minutes. Pretty good interview. Just got his insight into uh, this week and the year in general. So uh, stay tuned for that. That's coming shortly. But I appreciate everybody that's tuned in this week. And, of course, I encourage everybody to uh, come on out this 
Friday night at Aberdeen. We're on the road uh, about 30 minutes away. So make the drive up there. Come support your team. It's not too bad of a drive. Uh, weather should be good. So uh, make the drive this Friday night. Come support your Caledonia football team on the road against Aberdeen. Of course, appreciate everybody that's uh, that's listening today. Uh, podcasts will be available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the Anchor app. That's anchor.fm slash swords up. And stay connected with Caledonia football at CalHSFootball on Twitter and Caledonia High School football on Facebook. And for all our media-related stuff, stay connected at Caledonia SRN on Facebook for all of our live streams we're doing of the games. And this podcast will be shared there as well. So if you want to go back and listen, uh, you can listen in all those places. Like I said, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. If you want to go back and listen to an episode or you or you want to go hear an interview we did in the past. Uh, week one, I interviewed Will Donald. Then I got Darquez Williams in week two. And then this last week, I got Tay Johnson. And then I'm about to segue into the, uh, the Matthew Seals interview. So appreciate everybody for tuning in. And we'll see you this Friday. We're now joined by senior left guard, Matthew Seals. Matthew, appreciate you coming on the show, man. Good to have you. Uh, Thank you for having me, Colton. Yes, sir, buddy. Um, We had a really big offensive day on Friday, excuse me, Thursday night. Um, You guys really got a good push up front, and that opened up a a big day for Tay Johnson. He had 275 rushing yards, four touchdowns. That can't be done without guys like you anchoring that O-line up front. Um, What does that do for this team when you've got veterans on this offensive line like you guys? I mean, what does that do for y'all's confidence? And uh, Because this is the first time I've had an offensive lineman on the show, so I'm interested to kind of get y'all's point of view on it. Um, it, it helps a lot because, I mean, up there we know what we're doing. We right. know all of our rules that we need to run. And, of course, we go over them every single day. Yeah. It's just repetition on top of repetition. And, I mean, of course, sometimes in the games it changes. Yeah. Like people will move and all that. Right. But, I mean, if they're not there, we just keep going, find right. the next person. That's another thing. We, I'm glad you said that. Is I feel like this year what I've seen up front is you guys' ability to adapt has gotten a lot better. You know, in the past, and you, you know, you guys have always been a pretty good group. But uh, you know, just getting lined up and stuff like that was maybe a little bit tougher. And knowing your assignment, I feel like this year you guys have done a pretty good job of uh, making last minute adjustments and stuff like that. So that's big, and it helped us out Friday night. Um, were you uh, were you expecting to go out there and dominate like that a Friday night up early like that against a team like Nettleton? Well, I knew that we were gonna dominate them, but right. I did not know that early, and right. it was it was really good. I'm I mean, glad. And 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 Tay, when you know he gets the second level, he's a special player. But some of the holes you guys were opening up, I mean, I could have pulled my truck through them. I mean, it was really uh, it was really pretty good. Um, and obviously, when you're looking to have a big year. Uh, that's huge, you know. So, a veteran offensive line, guys like uh, what, 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 you know, what does that do for you? I guess as a player, like when you're playing against other, that's not against, but you're when you're playing with other guys up front that have a lot of experience, like Tyshawn, Collie, and have you built the relationships you built with those guys? Does that help you guys know and understand kind of each other's game a little bit better? It does because uh, sometimes, of course. We don't know what we're doing, and yeah. we'll just bump over and ask them. Of course, they've been there. They've heard everything. Right. So they know what to do, and they tell us. How have younger guys like uh, like Judd and, and Seth, who were stepping into that role now, you guys have kind of been there, but guys like uh, Judd and Seth, I mean, kind of just talk about their progression for, for a minute. Like, and how have they come along, um, and 
how quickly have they come along? I've noticed it seems like they they really come along really quick. Talk about kind of them and how they're coming along. Uh, Judd Judd has came along really quick. Of course, last year he had to step up whenever right. Alex was out. Right. But Judd has done really good. He has came a long way. He knows what he's doing, and he knows how to do it. Yeah. And Seth, this is Seth's first year playing center, and he's done really good. Right. I mean, of course, we had a couple mishaps, but right. he's got them fixed, and we're going. All right, and that's and, that, and when you have a young guy who's you know, and he obviously it's his first varsity playing time, and he stepped into a new position, but he, yeah, he's he's doing well learning it. You know, he used to play tackle and now he's moved over and adapted to the center so um what about the depth though up front what is it uh what is it like knowing that even if you need a breather for a second you get you've got guys like tj uh guys like that that can come in guys like bobby just across the o-line they can come in and provide depth when you guys when you guys need it i mean it's good to have them it's good and it makes us feel that if something happens we're going to be all right right and that nothing's going to go wrong and they can just step in and pick it up where we left off. Right. That's a, uh, you know, that's something we didn't used to have. But as you guys have kind of worked over the last few years, y'all have definitely picked that up. And to the point that we don't just have a couple guys that can make a difference. We've got guys, you know, that are fresh that can go in and make a difference. And they can do the same thing on the defensive side of the ball. Some of those guys can as well. So that's another thing that is, I think, has contributed to our success this year is the ability to rotate when needed you know and uh, get guys in when you guys need a breather and stuff like that so i think that's helped our quality of play uh, got aberdeen coming coming to town this week uh definitely a different team than nettleton nettleton obviously was a team that was built on a high-powered offense they they threw the ball around the yard a lot but they also had a you know uh really big strong running back aberdeen seems to kind of be built on hard-nosed defense and that obviously kind of affects you up front you know they they pitched a shutout in their first game against Calhoun City. Uh, it's a pretty good Calhoun City team. Um, what are you expecting this week from, from Aberdeen? Um, well, I'm expecting them to know what they're doing up front on defense. But I feel like it, since we know what we're doing, we're going to knock them out. Yeah. And we're going to open gaps like we did last Friday. Right. Now, we haven't watched a lot of film on it yet. Right. But, of course, we're going to go through it, go through the game plan this week and see how it turns out. Yeah, and they have a head coach over there. He that's kind of his uh kind of what he's built on. He was a former West Point assistant who's who's uh now the head coach at Aberdeen, but you know, West Point that's their way of doing things. It's hard-nosed defense. You know, Aberdeen last few years they really haven't been a high-profile offensive team. But especially this year, they're really going into their own on defense. Uh, they had to forfeit their first two games because uh, of COVID stuff. But the last two weeks, they're 2-0. and um, They've beat Calhoun City and they beat Morville 26-21. Um, and, of course, that's a Morville team that, uh, you know, they throw the ball around a lot. But um, I know up front – I think Aberdeen's a much improved team. So, uh, is there one? Is there maybe one guy on the offensive line this week that you expect, kind of, beside you to have a to have a bigger game, or um, one of your teammates up there that you kind of expect maybe to break out this week, and maybe we lean on him a little bit more? What do you think? Um. Well, I mean, we're pretty much all the same up there. I mean, I I think that Seth will have a lot better game mm-hmm. this week. Because I mean, of course, it's going to be the fourth game right and of course we'll have more practice and all that so i feel like he'll be a little bit more better than he was last week right and we all are up front yeah the weather and the weather should be uh uh should be dry you know it was there was some 
uh, bad weather this last week, and that may have kind of hurt us a little bit, but obviously it didn't hurt us too much at the beginning of the game because uh, you guys did what you do. Um, but, yeah, um, I think Aberdeen is is a, a hard-nosed defensive team, and I like those kind of games. I like the – you know, I like games where we really have to earn it, and it, I, think it, I think it just makes us better. Uh, especially up front and with what we do on offense. I think it, I think it just makes us better. Um, you know, district play is right around the corner. And it would be really easy for us this week to kind of look past Aberdeen, um, you know, because we go to Corinth the week after that. That's going to be a really big game. But what do you and the rest of the team kind of have to do this week to stay focused and to stay locked in uh, – despite the fact that, you know, district plays right around the corner, like I said. This is kind of a game that I kind of feel like could be a trap game, um, you know, because they have a really good defense. And they do have athletes on offense. They just haven't really been able to um, do a lot with them yet, but they always could. So how do we stay locked in this week, and what's that going to take from everybody to, you know, stay locked in and not, not look forward to district play yet? Well, this week we all need to, of course, watch film like we do every week. We all need to just keep running plays over and over again and then watch their defense And because who knows, they could play 50, they could go down to a 40, they could play two shade noses, they could do anything. Right. But, of course, we just need to keep watching that and hammering every single one of them. Right. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, we, we – we need as much momentum as we can get right now going into district play because from what I've seen when we're playing our best, I think we're going I think we can pose a problem for a lot of teams in reason one for a um, but yeah, I think that I think this is one of those games where we, we do have to stay locked in because I think Aberdeen has the potential to be a dangerous team, and I think this is one of those games, like I said, you know because we're looking ahead and we're excited about district play as we should be, but we kind of have to stay locked in this week and we just got to get better at doing the little things right, which we've we've done every game this year. Um, I want to go back to something uh, that we had talked about a minute ago. you know you you said you had played Peewee. Uh, and you were a manager, yes. and then you came back. What was it that, that kind of made you want to come back and play football at Caledonia? Well, I have to give it to Coach Kelly. He's the one because uh, he, whenever he came over, of course, he met me, and he was like, you are a big dude to be a manager and not play football. Right. And about every week or every day, he'd just keep hounding me, you ready to play yet? You right. ready to play yet? <laughs> and then one day I came in here, I was like, I'm going to try it. I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I never knew I would be where I'm at now. Right. I mean, you have to you – know, like you, you said, you had a little experience for four sides at Pee Wee, and you said uh, through middle school and like when you were a freshman, you were a manager. And then, unfortunately, I remember that, you know, the year after that you, you got hurt. Um, what what kind of was it that made you stick with it throughout that process, even through getting hurt? Because, you know, obviously you had – at first you kind of had to be convinced to play, and then you said, all right, I'll give it a try. What was it that kind of made you stick with it despite through the injury and everything after that? Well, I loved everything about it after that. And whenever I started, I got that first hit in. Right. And after that, I was just head on. And I wanted to keep doing it and keep doing it. So I did everything that I could to get better so I mm-hmm. could get back into play. Yeah. And you did that last year. You've done that this year. Um, and now you're you're sitting here and you're, you're the – every down guy at left guard so obviously it worked out for you so uh that's awesome but but yeah uh, you know you, you very easily could have said all right you know i gave it a try i got hurt walked away but obviously um 
what I think that this coaching staff has done is, is they've put our players in a position to learn the game at a higher level and love the game at a higher level. Um, is there, you know, what, what, speaking to that, you know, this coaching staff in general, what are they meant to you in terms of not, not only like your progression, maybe as a football player, but just like a person in general? Well, of course, they are my coaches, but they're pretty much like family. Right. Of course, I see them every day of the week, Monday through Friday. And then occasionally I'll see them on the weekends. Right. And, I mean, it's just every day. I mean, from fourth block to around five o'clock. Right. So they're pretty much like family. Yeah. That's good. I've heard a lot of people talk about them like that, and that's that's good. That's something, you know, we didn't have as much of before, but um, – you know, when you can identify that talent, and um, and like I said, they, they really wanted you to play, and and they may, they kind of instilled a love for the game in you. So um, that's that's really good that we have a coaching staff that can uh, that can do that. Um, switching gears for for a second, I know, like we said a minute ago, we don't want to look forward to district play yet. You know, we were excited for it. Um, real quick, I want to ask: Is there maybe one district game this year that you maybe are a little bit? more excited than for than the others maybe the you know it could be a road game one at home is there one that maybe that you're just a little bit more excited to play than than one of the others i'm looking forward to corinth because we went there a couple years ago and we got it well that's that's the second second week in a row i've had someone on and they tell me that exact same thing that you guys are really looking forward to going up there in corinth and avenging that loss from two years ago Uh, they're a talented football team you know and they bring a lot to the table and obviously we'll get to that next week but um i think that you know the way things have changed since then you know i think we have a really good opportunity of going up there and getting a pretty big win but um but that but that's good that you guys at least um you kind of use that as fuel to the fire you know because obviously what happened two years ago it wasn't pretty up there mm-hmm. and they had a they had a really great team but yeah. speaking to that what is it uh playing corinth that year you know playing Louisville last year you guys got to see what two state championship teams looked like what has that kind of done for this team in terms of implementing some of that into our own locker room and our own um, game plans and whatnot um it's made us all realize what all we were going to have to do to get there to that point to become champions um of course we're gonna have to work harder and just get on their level but, I mean, of course, last year, that lose at Louisville, it was devastating for everyone. Yeah, it was. It was a, it was a really good ball game. But, um, like I have kind of talked about earlier in, the, in this show, the opportunity this year to be in a better position to walk away with a win in round one, that's really there this year. If you guys keep on improving every week, that's definitely there. What would it mean to you to get to – be able to host a playoff game here in Caledonia instead of having to go on the bus to a Corinth or Louisville or um, someplace like that. What would it mean to get to have one here in, instead? It would mean a lot because we've worked really hard the past years that we've been here. Right. And, of course, we'll have everybody here. All Everybody from the school, the student section will be packed. Yeah, Everybody will be able to make it here. And that will just help us get there like last well thursday right a lot of students were there in the student section Sure was yeah it was good to see a lot of alumni there of course it was homecoming but i'm starting to what i've kind of heard through three games this year people start talking about you know oh caledonia they're 
they're kind of a they've they've, they've gotten a lot better, you know, than since the last time I've seen us play. And the more the more that we prove that every week, and the more people we prove that to, the more people that'll keep coming and keep coming every week. And that's really what it's all about. Um, you know, I think that's about all I got for you. Um, appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, appreciate everybody for listening, and we of course encourage everybody to come and. Watch Caledonia play on the road this uh, Friday night at Aberdeen. So, Matt, appreciate you coming on the show, man. And thank you for letting me come on the show, Colton. Yes, sir.